Welcome to the Pursuing Life Podcast. I'm your host, Monica Kirsch. Every week, I'll be sitting down with people from the Calvary Church family to hear stories of what God is doing in, around, and through them as they take intentional steps to pursue life in Jesus Christ. We believe that storytelling is powerful. God has made himself known to us through the stories of the Bible. Jesus told parables or small stories to teach kingdom lessons to his followers. And God continues to write stories of his goodness and faithfulness through the lives and experiences of his church, ordinary people just like you and me. Today is another episode in our Meet Our Staff Monday series. Once a month, we'll be taking the opportunity to introduce you to one of our staff members who will give you a peek behind the scenes at the work they do at Calvary and share their story of finding life in Christ. The fingerprints of our staff are all over the ministry of Calvary Church, and some you may recognize more than others. But whether their work is front and center or behind the scenes, our hope for this series is that you'll get to know our staff and hear stories of God at work that you may not have the opportunity to hear otherwise. In today's episode, we're getting to know Jason Martin, who serves on our facility staff. Jason is someone who quietly works behind the scenes to help Calvary Church steward our space well for both our congregation and our community. While you don't hear much from him, you would definitely notice if he wasn't around because his work keeps our space functioning and maintained. We are so thankful that he took a few minutes out of his day to introduce himself as we continue to meet the staff of Calvary Church. So how long has it been, Jason, that you've been on staff now? July 15th will be three years. Already? Already. Oh my gosh, time flies. I know. How did you end up in your job here? What's that story? How did you get connected with Calvary? Well, Phil Spreadbury and I, we used to be neighbors. Uh, My my family and his were pretty close. Okay. One day he just asked me if I would be interested in a facility position here at Calvary and thought I'd be a good fit. And not even knowing, I have been praying for like a door to open that I can leave my job and use my God-given talents in a positive work environment. Yeah. And it has fit, and everything has been working out great. Yeah, stars aligned, and here yeah. you are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so God provided for you in that way through just word of mouth, I guess, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. What field had you been in before coming here? Pretty much the same thing, okay. maintenance facilities. Okay. It was... It was a good job, but just went downhill. Gotcha. Well, we're glad that you're here. What is your background? Can you talk a little bit about, yeah, what is sort of that expertise and some of those gifts that you wanted to use for God's kingdom? Well, before kids, my hobby, I guess you want to say, I would love to draw and paint. That was my dream job and all that. And before just working at my facilities, I was just like cleaning out trash and clean bathrooms. And it's, I knew there's more out there for me than just that. Sure. And then when I actually came here, one of my first jobs, Tim Scott and Jonathan asked me if I wanted to do a mural. And I was like, goosebumps went down my body. Like, yeah, it was just, like you said, everything went in a line and everything's working in God's plan. Yeah. Can you tell us about that mural and some of the work that you have done in that area of art since coming on staff here at Calvary? Yeah. So the mural is still uncompleted. There's other stuff to do. Sure. But yeah, I had help with the background scene of it. But then 
once the details start, start to come up, like that sea turtle down there. That was my work, and uh, yeah, hopefully I can get back to it. Yeah, so if people are walking through the church, where can they see some of that? Um, it's the children's ministry area, like uh, first and second grade. Okay, it's like Treasure Island area? Yes. Yeah, yep. so that was kind of you working on the artwork that's down there and making that look fun for the kids. Yeah, and then uh, COVID was kind of over, so then we got busy again, and sure. that kind of got pushed aside then. Yeah, but you do a lot of other painting and work like that around the church as well, correct? I do. Uh, door frames and whatever rooms needed done. Yeah, classrooms and just things that need a fresh coat of paint and all of that. Yep. Yeah. What prompted your interest in art and drawing and painting and all of that? So when I was four, my parents got me a Tasmanian Devil underwear for Christmas and a drawing notebook. And uh, I just sat down there, minding my own business, and just kept going back and forth and after after it was done, my whole family was just like shocked that it looked so good for a four year old. And kind of ever since that, I just progressed and kept my interest in it. Yeah, but that's where it all came from. It all came from that one <laughs> coloring notebook when you were four years old. Yep. Wow. Did you do any classes or anything like that, or were you kind of self taught, or how uh, did you continue to grow in that? Yeah, definitely self taught. I did take classes in high school, but then when it was time to go to college, I just guess I was just nervous or something and I didn't pursue that but uh I just kept on doing my own thing and word of mouth people just was asking could you do this for me and then I would do that and that person would show it on their house and other people would be like oh where'd you see that so that's how I was getting my art out you just kept taking opportunities and one thing led to another and that's how you yeah were able to to do that Mm -hmm. that's great do you have anything you're working on right now (laughs) there's about over 20 (laughs) paintings that I have uncompleted. Okay. But it's just finding the time. Sure. uh, Especially now with children. Yeah, I bet. And do you have like, I don't know, is there a favorite project that you've ever worked on? Well, I I loved doing that mural, um, but I had a, it's like two by four foot canvas that I was working. It's like a Statue of Liberty type painting I did for a friend of a friend. Okay. In Philly, and uh, that was probably one of my best ones. Okay, that I really like to do. Yeah, that's great. So you talked a little bit about your kids. Can we back up a little bit, and can you talk about your background and your family a little bit? Did you grow up in this area? Not in Manum Township, but Lancaster County. I've been okay. here all my life. Okay, um, I. Grew up in a small town called Bowmansville. Okay. It's about 30 minutes north of Calvary or 10 minutes north of Shady Maple. Okay. I I usually tell people. Yeah, that's a good landmark. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But yeah, now uh, I live in Ephrata with my wife and kids. How many kids do you have? I have two boys. Okay. um, Braxton and Landon. Braxton is six and Landon will be turning three in a couple weeks. Oh my goodness. So they're at a fun age. (laughs) (laughs) Very fun. How long have you been married? July will be our 10-year anniversary. That's awesome. And where did you meet? We actually met in the Poconos, Pine Rook. Okay. She was a camper, and I was there all summer long, so I knew her from previous summers. Okay. And then we uh, kind of went our separate ways, and then one year she found me on Facebook, and we hung out. And the rest is history. Yep. Yep. 
So she slid into your DMs, as they say. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. And now you have your two little ones. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's great. And you just had quite an experience with your oldest son. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So for a while now, I've had been dealing with some stomach pains for some time. But then this past May, I got to the point where I couldn't handle it anymore. I ended up having to get my appendix taken out. The next day, my son Braxton, he was saying, I had stomach, I had stomach pains, I'm, it hurts. And we all thought he was just mimicking daddy, you know? Sure, sure. Uh, well, it turns out that he also needed to get his appendix taken out <laughs> oh two days gosh. after I did. Wow. Bizarre story, but we're both doing great. And the amount of support that the Calvary family, you guys had for me was just awesome. Yeah. But yeah, it's crazy story. <laughs> yeah. What was that like to be recovering with him at the same time? Um, it was great. Like to have the surgery two days before him, same exact surgery. I knew exactly what pain he was going through, what, mm -hmm. how not to turn him, how not to do anything that he would be in pain. Right. But I think our bond even grew closer. I bet. I bet that was kind of cool for him to say like, I'm just like daddy right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When we were just sitting there on the couch, I was just trying to cheer him up as much as I could. And yeah. I, I was saying how, like, hey, buddy, now we have uh, matching scarves. Yeah. How did yeah. God work through that situation? It was awesome. Um, even though it was not a fun experience, the whole time we just felt God's presence. We felt the prayer army we had. But everything worked out, and we're both doing great and covering good. Yeah, I'm so glad to hear that you're both doing well and that there were no other complications and yeah. all of that. I'm sure that it has had an impact on your day-to-day, -day, though, because you're still restricted, right? Right. They said for four weeks I couldn't lift more than 10 pounds, which wow. everything's 10 pounds. Yeah. So it's hard to do. Right. So you said you've been doing light cleaning and things like that here around the church. Yeah. Just as you're not able to do all that lifting and, and all of that. For time being, yep. Yeah. What will your day-to-day -day look like when you can get back to some of that lifting and once you're fully recovered? So I would probably be either out doing groundskeeping. Okay. My normal duties would be like anything from stage construction to room setups, carpentry if they have it. Like I said, groundskeeping, painting, or anything else they usually ask me. Yeah. But uh, I think that's what I love most about my job here at Calvary, not knowing what I'm going to be doing or what they have in store for me. It's awesome. And it's, I'm doing something different every day, helping every department here. So there's a lot that you do that people see, but they might not recognize because it's keeping us clean. It's keeping us presentable. It's keeping mm -hmm. our grounds looking good for, we often call this Calvary park, right? Because <laughs> people come and they use our facility and they use our parking lot and they walk around and they use the playground and things like that. Yep. So I think I speak on behalf of a lot of people at Calvary church to say, thank you for the work that you do behind the scenes. You're welcome. Um, you. I, I know that it's hard work and it's not always easy, but we appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. What was your church background, and how did you come to know Jesus? Growing up, I went to church every Sunday. When I was uh, six years old at BFC, I asked Jesus into my heart and into my life. For, like, my middle school and high school summers, I would go up to this church camp called Pinebrook. So that was fun. But um, I kind of had this, like— Samson lifestyle. Okay. Uh, I kind of wanted to do my own thing and follow my own dreams, kind of 
started straying away from God. But then summer 2009 was the turning point in my life. I kind of got in some trouble and uh, learned the value of good company and uh, definitely was a wake-up call from God. Mm -hmm. Um, But since then, it's like I learned not to live my life how I want to. Yeah. Definitely God has a plan for me and uh, just start living the way he wants me to live. So it was that sort of roadblock in your life that caused you to make your faith your own yeah, and to take it more seriously. For sure. Yeah. And how old were you at that point? I was 20. Okay. So you were a young adult and... Young and dumb. (laughs) (laughs) But I think so many of us have that story too, where, you know, maybe we learned about Jesus at a young age and we thought we knew what that meant. But we came to a place when we were older and that became a turning point for us. For sure. Like you. So, yeah. yeah. How has God continued to work in your life since that point? And what is he, what's he teaching you now? He has definitely been by my side, even though I think some days are not going the way it should be, but he puts it in order. He's been teaching me a lot, especially with two little ones. He's been teaching me patience. Mm. He's also trying to teach me right now to slow down in this fast-paced world yeah it's hard to get caught up with that and just needed to slow down and take a break and just see my surroundings and now more than ever with my recent story with Braxton uh he's been teaching me to take care of my health I kind of used to ignore myself and look more over my family but yeah now I think learning from this it's like I need to take care of myself for my family sure that's a hard lesson to learn (laughs) Especially, like you said, in a world that's so fast-paced, sometimes it can be hard. Mm-hmm. And it can be easy to ignore ourselves. Yep. Let's transition. And I'm going to ask you just a couple of fun questions. Okay. So my first is, since you like art, do you have a favorite artist that you have been influenced by? I guess my favorite artist right now would be uh, Dali. He has a weird imagination, and I think that's kind of how my paintings are too. Sure. If you had to live without one of the five senses, which one would it be? I think I would do taste. Okay. Why is that? It's not something you necessarily need. Okay. And uh, then I would be able to eat all the healthy foods that I don't like. That is very true. (laughs) And you would still have your sight, so art would still be an option. (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) That's a good answer. Do you have a favorite pizza topping? Uh, I guess just regular pepperoni. Okay, good answer. Very simple. If you could go anywhere you wanted right now to get a really good cup of coffee, I know you're a coffee drinker, (laughs) (laughs) where would you go? I guess I'll just say uh, Scratch Bakery in Ephrata. Ooh, I've never been there. Um, It's it's pretty good. It's just walking distance from my house, so that's why I'd probably pick that. Okay, and they have a good cup of coffee there. Yeah. I'll have to try it sometime. All right, and do you have any summer vacation plans with your family? Yeah, actually every summer we go to Knobles, camping at Knobles. Nice. um, We're not sure what other, if we're going to do the beach this year or not, but we usually do that. But I definitely want to start taking my boys to like the uh, Strasburg Railroad or Philadelphia Zoo. Yeah, yeah. Do they have other activities that they're really into right now? They love being in the backyard or going to the park or rainy days, we'll play Legos. <laughs> yep, yep. So outdoorsy or building things. Yep. 
So maybe there's a little bit of that artsy side of them too. I, I think so. <laughs> creating. Yeah. Well, is there anything before I ask you my final question, anything you want to tell us about yourself that we didn't touch on? don't think so. No. All right. Well, then my final question for you is how does your work here at Calvary help people to take their next steps as they pursue life in Christ? I think uh, by giving people a clean, healthy place to worship, helping people in need, and that can lead to further conversations about Christ. We also want to make people feel welcomed and want people to feel we are expecting them. Absolutely. Well, like I said earlier, I appreciate all the work that you do behind the scenes to make it a good experience for people, whether it's on a Sunday morning or Wednesday night or for the outside groups that we get to serve in our community who are coming in and using our space. So thank you for stewarding your gifts well in that. Thank you. We continue to be so grateful for our staff and all of their unique gifts and talents that contribute to the ministry of Calvary Church. If you see Jason around, make sure to say hi and tell him thanks for all of the work he does. It's our desire as a church to continue to tell and hear stories that celebrate God's work, and we want to hear your story. If you have a story that you feel the Lord is prompting you to share, you can fill out our story form at calvarychurch.org slash share a story. We would love to celebrate the work that God is doing in and around you. Next Monday is the 4th of July, so we won't be releasing a new episode. This will be a great opportunity to go back and listen to any episodes you may have missed, so you'll be all caught up when we continue in our Can You Relate series on Monday, July 11th. As always, thanks so much for tuning in, and we hope you'll join us next time here at Pursuing Life.